Lord Jesus Christ, our only mediator with God the Father, our mighty Savior and glorious King, we humbly bow before you and confess our many transgressions. We know that we have often, in word and deed, dishonored the holy name we bear and have turned away from your path of holiness and loving service, which you have called us to follow. Forgive us when we turn away from you, when our hearts turn cold, and when we fall short of your expectations of us. Have mercy on us through your loving kindness. Continue to forgive us when we sin and open your arms as the shepherd welcomes the lost sheep. Give us, through the communion of your holy supper, the assurance of our pardon and greater power of sanctification, a closer union with you, and the joyous expectation of eternal life in the heavenly kingdom. Lord says, I, even I, am the one to forgive your transgressions and will not remember your sins. Go and sin no more. Let us stand. Please be seated.
The scripture reading is from Psalms, Psalm 25. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Do not let me be put to shame. Do not let my enemies enemies exult over me. Do Do not let those who wait for you be put to shame. Let them be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. Be mindful of your mercy, O Lord, and of your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me. For your goodness sake, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast, steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his decrees. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. Who are they that fear the Lord? He will teach them the way that they should choose. They will abide in prosperity, and their children shall possess the land. The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear fear him, and he makes his covenant known to them. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. Relieve the troubles of my heart and bring out my distress. Consider my affliction and my trouble and forgive all my sins. Consider how many are foes. And with, that, and with what violent hatred they hate me. Oh, guard my life and deliver me. Do not let me be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. May integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. Redeem Israel, O oh God, out of all its troubles. There ends the reading. This morning in worship, perhaps here, and most likely in other churches as well, we heard read for us a passage from the Gospel of Luke. We heard Jesus speak to his disciples about some not-so-pleasant things, which was meant to prepare them for life without him. At this point in the Gospel, this was days away from becoming a reality, if that. So he tells them, about when heaven and earth will pass away, when the world will end and Jerusalem will fall, when wars and earthquakes will come about, and when the disciples will be persecuted, betrayed, tried, and even killed for their faith. The disciples are in for a world of fear. So where then will they turn? When fear takes hold and knocks them off their feet, who should they trust? Intertwined with all of the fear that he's naming, Jesus gives them hope. After he points out that they will be persecuted for their faith, he says, I will give you the words to say, and not one hair on your head will perish. Later on, when he gets to talking about others in Jerusalem and the world with wars and earthquakes, he says that when others are fainting, you should stand up with your heads raised, for your redemption is near. 
Or in other words, when fear knocks you down, stand up, keep your head up, and trust God. And these are words for us, too. This is something that we should do when we are fearful. We should look to God. But this is so much easier said than done. Now, sometimes we do it. When we're grieving the loss of a loved one, or going through health problems, or struggling with a relationship, sometimes we do, in fact, turn to God. And though we're still scared and unsure of what's happening, through it all, we are certain that we will make it to the other side of this as a different person. And we are certain that God's spirit and calmness and even joy never left us through it all. But when we're fearful or uncertain or angry or grieving or something similar, and there's a lot in our world that can make us feel those things, we keep looking for what we can trust, and we search for what can relieve us from our, feel, from our fears. We look to money, friends, or family. We look to medications at times. We look to politics and other leaders as things and people who can save us from our fear. And while these things and people can be really important in our lives... They are not our source of salvation. And as Jesus says, these things will pass away. They are not eternal. Because God is. And we know that God is eternal. We know this. We know about salvation and trust and truth. Salvation is mentioned over 130 times in Scripture. Truth is mentioned over 180 times. And trust almost 200 times. We know God is our salvation. We've heard it. We remember it. And it's why we're here right now. And yet, we can easily still look to other sources of salvation. Our faith and our sin are intertwined inseparable in our lives. And there are moments when we're faithful and then moments when we're not. And it's like what Paul said in his well-known words written to the church in Rome, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. This is the life of an apostle. This is life for the disciples. And this is life for every person of faith in the world. We waver on and off of God's path time after time. And Psalm 25 gives words to our struggle. Here, the psalmist goes back and forth between being right with God and confessing their sins. They begin with the lines, Oh God, I lift up my soul, my heart, my all to you. Make me to know your ways. Lead me in your truth. You are the God of my salvation. And then it switches to, Be mindful of your mercy. Do not remember the transgressions of my youth. And then the psalmist is back to being in the right. All of the Lord's paths are steadfast love and faithfulness. But then... 
pardon my guilt, for it is real. The psalmist goes from my eyes are on the Lord to forgive all my sins. And then they finally arrive at I take refuge in you and I wait for you. Back and forth and back and forth. This is our struggle too. We know where we should arrive when deciding where to put our trust. We know to put our trust in God, but along the way we waver. So let this psalm tell you that you have never been alone in this struggle. And also let this psalm witness to you of God's love and mercy and trustworthiness. Because to us who are susceptible to fear, to us who need to be told who and what to trust, to us where at times we do what we know we shouldn't, and to us that struggle between good and sin and good and sin, to us is born a child, a trustworthy king, a just teacher, and a kind healer. To us is given God made flesh, one who understands our struggles and forgives our sins. To us, a Savior has come from God to give of himself his body, his blood, his very life, so that we may live and be together with him forever. During Advent, we remember that we have a Savior who comes to us who comes to us in the form of a child, who comes to us in spirit, whether we are by ourselves or whenever we are gathered with two or three, who comes to us in the sacraments and who promises to never leave our side and then on top of that even more, promises to come back again someday. We have a Savior that doesn't just come to us once, but comes to us again And again and again. So, just like the psalmist, whether we're in the midst of fear or uncertainty or we're in need of renewal in our lives, let us come back this Advent to the one who we know will come to us as well. Let us come back to the source of our salvation, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
grace, mercy, and peace. From God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Thanks be to God. wonderful Savior. Lord, we thank you for coming to this earth, for coming to be with us, for sharing in our joys, sharing in our struggles, and sharing in our entire lives. Lord, we confess that fear can overwhelm us. We confess that we have not put our trust in you. We confess that we have looked for salvation in other places. And yet, Lord, you call us back to you. You come to us as well. And Lord, for that we give you thanks for calling us your disciples and calling us your friends. In this season of Advent, may we be mindful of all the ways that you come into our lives. Lord, we wish to be like you, and we wish to speak like you as well. And so hear now the words, your words, that you taught your disciples long ago as we pray them together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us stand as we share the right hand of fellowship together knowing that we share our Savior.
Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Please be seated and stand to receive when we come around.
Our Lord Jesus Christ said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. by your divine presence, by the holy sacraments, and by all the merits of your life, sufferings, death, and resurrection. Bless and comfort us, gracious Lord and God. In the same way, after supper, our Lord Jesus Christ took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Please be seated.
Our Lord Jesus Christ said, drink from this, all of you. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Christ, the Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Grant to us your peace. Amen. Whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death. Until he comes. Let us share the right hand of fellowship with those around us. Lord bless you and keep you. 
May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord's countenance be lifted upon you and give you peace. Mm -hmm. 